our family. Why don't we stand tonight as we worship our Lord and our King, amen? The song says there is joy in the house of the Lord, so tonight...
laid down his life for his friends. Amen. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Come on. Somebody give him glory tonight and give him thanks tonight for what he has done for you and me. Thank you, Jesus.
from the darkness into glorious light. Oh, glorious light. Mm. This last word is there to my heart. Lord, we say not only to my heart was your blood applied, it was on my cross that your blood was due applied. We thank you, Lord, for what you've done. We thank you, Lord, that we're able to stand in this place tonight, that we were able to wake up this morning and give you the thanks for what you've done. Thank you for the gift of transformation. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in our lives. We come before you tonight, Lord, humbly seeking to grow and to be inspired by your word tonight, Lord, in song and in spoken word tonight. We thank you for this time of togetherness with our brothers and our sisters here at New Beginnings, those here and those as well watching via our stream. Lord, we ask that tonight uh, you would do something supernatural in our hearts, Lord, that you've prepared this beautiful banquet before us tonight, Lord, just ready to take in your word, Lord, as this sustenance, Lord, that we need, the spiritual sustenance, Lord, to keep us going, Lord, because you're the only thing, Lord. Peter said it best. He said, to whom else shall I go to, Lord? Only you have the words of eternal life, and that's why we're here. That's why we go before the cross every single day, Lord, because we say, to whom else shall we go to, Lord? Only you have the words of eternal life. So thank you, Heavenly Father, for this time of worship. We give you the honor and the glory that you do, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. Church, will you give the Lord a praise offering tonight? Church, why don't we greet one another tonight is... We invite Sister Lena up to catch us up on what's going on in the life of New Beginnings. Amen. Welcome, church. So happy to see you all here tonight. How amazing was that truth that we just sang about Christ, that we just sang to Christ. Thank you, Jesus, for the blood applied. All glory and all honor to his name. Amen. Church, before we begin or before we move into our message tonight, I wanted to share a few announcements with you. Our first one is, as you walked into the church tonight, you may have seen out in our mall, out in the courtyard area, some tents, which, you know, oddly enough, we're inside. Why are they tents? But those tents have a purpose. Um, They are the little house for where we have our sign-up tables for our Christian education classes. Today is the first day that uh, it's open to sign up for classes. So church, if you're wanting to uh, get to learn how to study the word for yourself, how to teach others to study the word, how to evangelize, how to um, 
study the history, the context of the scripture, I encourage you, please go check out the classes. They are so great. We have so many amazing teachers who are just so willing to lay down their time to take it, to teach you so that you can go and equip others with the word. Specifically, though, we do want to dive into one new class that will be beginning this Sunday. It is for new believers. So if you, anybody in in this room or anybody that you know who is a brand new Christian who wants to know, who wants to know more depth about what it means to have a relationship with Christ, about what it means to actually pick up your cross and to follow him daily. I mean, what does that even mean? This is the perfect class for you to attend. It's going to be this Sunday, and it's going to be at, in room 106 and at, at 11, at 11 a.m. So please, if you know anybody or if you are a new believer, invite them. Invite them to come. And also this Sunday, we're going to be having our baptism service. If you haven't been baptized yet, if you know someone who wants to get baptized but doesn't know where, this is the perfect place and the perfect time to do so. So registration is available online, and you can also call our front office. Additionally, on Sunday, we're also having a meet and greet with our pastors, and that's also going to be in room 106. That's going to be after baptisms on Sunday. We have a lot going on on Sunday. It's kind of cool. I'm excited. But if, if you haven't met our pastors yet, or if you just want to come say hi, I know Pastor Richard, he gives the greatest bear hugs in the world. Please come. It's going to be so awesome. And our pastors, they love meeting you. And I hope that you love meeting them. They just have so much love to share. And it's all rooted through Christ. So that is all for our announcements tonight, church. As um, we welcome Pastor Chuck up to the pulpit, we'll go ahead and dismiss our youth. Yes. Youth, you are dismissed. So, hi, Pastor Chuck. Praise God. Thank you. You know, the devil's a liar, you know. Uh, I haven't been sick to the COVID. I haven't been sick to nothing. And two nights ago, I got a cough. And, but you know what? Devil, not today. Amen. Praise God. We just thank God for another day. It is good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Uh, you know, it's kind of like I want to recognize my wife. A lot of you haven't ever gotten to know her. She uh, she works on Sundays. But uh, her greatest feat, she was a firewoman in Las Lunas for 15 years, and these fires are going down, and she fought many, many fires. And our hats go out to all the first responders that are fighting fires in New Mexico right now. Uh, a lot of them get injured out there. They, they put their lives on the line. I know Rhonda's got some injuries from saving lives, you know, and I thank God for her. But you know what? <clears throat> One thing for sure is that God is a good God. He's a loving God. Amen? Father God, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for your love. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the anointing. Lord, we know all good things come from you. But Lord, you have given us a mission, Lord. And the mission is to pick up our cross and follow you, Lord. And Father, I just pray, Lord, as your word goes out, does not come back void, but enters the heart of them that need to hear. I pray that every heart receive your word, Lord. Not my word, but your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray, Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Uh, we got some new staff members at God's Warehouse. These two right here, they, they're heavy, heavy ministers. They're counselors. And we have been saving souls like you can't believe because we take them in the office now. And God is using them. And we have another brother, Frank Bia. So praise God that, uh, you know, the dream in the heart starts small. But when, you're, but when you are faithful to God's calling, it does nothing but get bigger. Amen? Uh, we see the history of, of Pastor Richard Mansfield and Pastor Cindy, and, and the church started real small, just them. And look where it's at now. Amen? Uh, you know, this church, what I loved about this church the most is that we didn't give up in the COVID. Yeah, we might have not been meeting because we were under government, uh, government sanctions, but the reality is that we kept giving. And by us continuing giving, look at our beautiful home that we have built for the Lord. Amen. You know, it's an honor to be here in the pulpit with uh, Pastor Richard's standing place. And it don't look much different because I'm a big man too. Huh? And I even wore one of his shirts. Huh? But you know what? 
One thing about Pastor Richard and Pastor Cindy, I was watching the Easter uh, testimonies, and I can remember when I came here crawling in from a halfway house and came to the altar, and they prayed for me, and I never left. Amen? And uh, this church, you guys, the family, have, have been a great, great, great family to us. Amen? And we love you. You know, the thing about homeless ministry is that the hardest things I believe that Christ taught us is to love your enemy and to pick up your cross and follow me. Amen. You know, I've been, I've been meditating a lot on the cross. And, you know, and I'm thinking, you know, uh, Jesus walked by them crosses every day. He wasn't the first one to get crucified. He saw his destiny every day. When him and his apostles would walk by, I'm sure they've seen many men dying on that hill. And he knew where he was going. And you know what? He continued his mission. Amen? But what I love about the Lord is that the Lord never complained. I, I, I just can't. I, I, I'm just not that way. I'm going to be honest. I complain. I get mad. But thank God we have a merciful God that chose us to bring us back to the love that only he can give. Amen? You know, the reality about the word is that in the beginning was the word, and the word was God with God, and the word is God. Amen? Every other false religion calls Jesus another name. The son of God, the great teacher, the prophet, the great rabbi. But we know by his love that we're saved today. Amen? Uh, we just celebrated a great, great feast, the resurrection. Amen? And the, and the crazy thing about it is that we, we also thought about Good Friday, right? Well, on Good Friday, we were down there at God's warehouse feeding a couple hundred people there on the street. And let me tell you, right now we're fighting a demon that we've never seen before. They're called blue demons. They're fentanyl that's being smoked every minute, all the time around Albuquerque, and it's killing a lot of people, amen? And uh, we rebuked that. And the only thing that could take a man and woman away from the blue demon is Jesus Christ, amen? And, and that's an important thing to understand, is that our calling is not to, not to just praise hallelujah on Wednesdays and, and, and Sundays, but to go out and bring more to the kingdom of God, amen? Uh, as we go into Luke 9, you'll see that a lot more, amen? Uh, I don't know about you, but I love the stories of Jesus, amen? A lot of people uh, spend a lot of time in, in the Old Testaments and the letters of, uh, of Paul, but man, when you dig deep into the books of Luke and Matthew, Mark, and John, you see who Jesus Christ is, amen? And let me tell you, man, there was no greater and there will never be no greater than Jesus Christ. Amen. And that's an important thing to understand. And he gave us a lot of, a lot of commands that we have to follow. And a lot of those commands are hard to follow. But the reality is that when we become a Christian, uh, we're, no longer, uh, we're no longer ourselves. We've been bought with a price by the blood of Jesus. Amen. I don't compare it to slavery, but I compare it to the armies of God. Amen? In other words, he is the head, he is the general, and we follow his ways. And this is the book that shows us what to follow. Amen? And that's a beautiful thing. Because if we follow the word of God, you will lay in bed every night saying, thank you, Lord, for letting me do something today. Amen? Uh, you know, I, I was a, I did a lot of time in federal prisons, and uh, 11 federal prisons. I was a pastor in all 11 prisons. And I, uh, I was amongst 40,000, 50,000 men. And you know what? I used to look at them because every culture has a different personality. But the beautiful thing about that is that those that believed, we all became one in spirit. We all became one in the body of Christ. And I was never hanging around 505s. I'd never been in an area where I could be with people from New Mexico. They always had me 2,000, 2,500 miles away, Michigan, Louisiana, been all around the country. But one thing I knew for sure, that there were believers everywhere, amen? And, and one of the greatest things that we had to learn walking the yards is that we had to carry our crosses and follow him, amen? Because there are temptations everywhere. Every one of us in this room is tempted, amen? And a lot of our temptations is laziness. A lot of us pick a choice to, you know what, somebody else has got that. You know, we've got a, a sign-up sheet out there at God's Warehouse today. Uh, I mean, there is opportunity there to pick up your cross and follow Christ every day. 
and everybody's invited. If you look at the uh, schedule, it's called New Beginnings, God's Warehouse. We're under New Beginnings. Uh, we're not our own 501c3. We are New Beginnings, God's Warehouse. Amen? And we're honored and proud to be under New Beginnings. Because you know what? You have to have an administrator, a teacher, and a pastor that is seeking God at all times. And Pastor Richard Mansfield is that kind of pastor. Amen? We're going to go to Luke 9, verse 1. Amen? Then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. He sent them to preach the kingdom of God and heal the sick. Amen? You know, in the Bible, in Matthew, it talks about that Christ uh, has baptized all of us in the spirit. Amen? Uh, in Acts, when they stuck around there and they, they, they waited for the power of the Holy Ghost, that's when the power came upon them to evangelize. Amen? And you know what? We live in a very, very blessed generation because we are very allowed to evangelize the lost people. Amen? I don't know how many people know uh, street ministry. It's a tough ministry, but there's no greater ministry. Because, you know, I have, I have probably five or six people that are sitting in there now that were totally, I mean, they were under the chains of the devil. And now they serve the Lord. Amen? And, you know, and, and it's a great thing. The Bible says, blessed is the man and the woman that wins souls. Amen? So there's a lot of work to do. And Christ started that ministry to the 12 disciples to send them out that they could do it, you know, that they can do it. He challenged them that they can do it. And they went out. And, what, and what's crazy about what he says here in verse 3, take nothing for the journeys, neither staffs, nor bags, nor bread, nor money, and do not have two tunics apiece. Whatever house you enter there, stay there and, not, and do not depart, you know. That's what, that's what God's warehouse was born. Uh, we went into an area on, in downtown, and we didn't depart. Then we went into the war zone, and we haven't departed. We stay there and continue doing the work of the Lord. Amen? Uh, you know, I watch uh, the news with my Ukrainians, and we need to pray for them right now. They're, 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 trying, to, they're trying to get out of that, 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 st that city that's completely demolished. There's about 2,500 of them left. And we pray that they get out, you know. But they held their ground. They held their ground until their president said, okay, let's get out, you know. He, he, gave, he gave them that, that opportunity to leave now. But they held there for as long as they could, amen. And that's the same thing with being a Christian. Whenever he sends us somewhere, we need to hold on to the mission that he has sent us to, amen. Uh, don't become a, uh, it's a ministry that, that you're involved in doesn't get you all excited, don't worry about it. It's winning souls for God, amen? And then there will be excitement. There's never a time that you're doing the work of Christ that there's no excitement because winning souls is the greatest thing you can ever do. You know, we have a, a wall. I have 41 people on the wall. It's called the wall of memory. And it's people that have been saved and sat there with me at God's warehouse but have died. But now God gave me another wall, the wall of of fame, all the people that have made it, amen? And it's going to be a beautiful wall that people can look and say, look, we have this wall of death, but we have this wall of life, amen? And that's a beautiful thing. That's a real beautiful thing because I'm excited about that, that to be able to acknowledge how many people from this church have been married because of God's warehouse, how many people have met, how many people have done the ministry because of God's warehouse, Amen? And you know why? It's not about me. The name is God's Warehouse. And praise God, you know what? We had uh, 22 ministries on Monday pick up food. We had Expect a Miracle come in at the same time as U-Turn and under the construction. And God had blessed us with probably 1,000 pounds of meat. And all of all the homes went home with meat. And we also had pastors that, that were spreading the word and where the fires are at right now, and they left. God is faithful, man. God, God is faithful. He will give you the tools to, to, that's why he says don't take nothing with you. 
He will supply the tooth. It freaks me out when the truck comes and we open the truck and we give flowers to, we've been giving flowers to under his construction now going for, I don't know how long. Uh, we become the flower children and they give it to everybody they gave them to the church. They, uh, there's people out where the streets selling them, but he's faithful and those people work. Amen. And praise God. I thank God. Amen. We're going to go to uh, verse 18. And it happened as he was alone praying that his disciples joined him. And he asked them, who do the crowd say that I am? Some answered and said, John the Baptist. But some say Elijah. And others say that the one of the old prophets has risen again. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Peter answered, the Christ of God. You know what I mean? That's the same thing we have to answer. You know, we had a lot of uh, gatherings and family members and that this weekend. Uh, a lot of a lot of places to eat, whatever you did. But did you really explain who Jesus Christ is? Amen. Who is Christ to you? Amen. The Bible says that if uh, if we are embarrassed of Christ and deny Christ, He will deny us in front of the Father. Amen. It's our responsibility. We are the light to the world. We are chosen to take the light and the salt to all them that need it. Amen? You know why we know that? Because somebody talked to us. Somebody brought us into the kingdom of God. Amen? And if somebody hadn't talked to us, we would have never been where we're at today. Uh, I was joined with a lot of cartel members in Mexico, and I went to prison. And you know what? They all died, and not, nobody had ever talked to Christ about us. And I wonder about it, you know? It's one time I was in Durango, Mexico, and all the guys had gone up to the mountains to look at the product, whatever was there. And I stayed there in the hotel, right? And there was an old man and an old woman, and I knew they were American. They were sitting under a porch, and they called me. So, man, I want to talk some English. So I went down there and heard them, right? Boy, they, they pounded me with Jesus Christ, amen? I mean, they, they did their mission work that they had to do. And these men were, this man and woman were in, their, were in their 70s. But they had no fear because they had God. You got to remember that God did not give us the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and sound mind. Amen? You know, uh, let's quit living the, the world news and start living the good news. Amen? You, you know, these guys, uh, the apostles, when Jesus went down, they, they hid. They freaked out. They didn't want that to happen to them. But when he came back and he showed the resurrected himself, they rose again and started doing the work. Amen? And I urge you, start getting up and doing the work. I'm not saying you're not. I don't know who's doing what. But I urge you to get up and start doing the work. Amen? Because, you know, there's so much you can feed yourself with the word. But if you're not, if you're not giving it out, it's all going to be in the refrigerator uh, leftovers. Amen? But when you give it out, everybody has a meal. You know, the Bible says that when we are on milk, we drink milk, but it's time to eat meat. Amen? And we have to find leadership to follow that leads you into the streets. Amen? And that's where God's warehouse goes. That's where expect a miracle under his construction, uh, front line, a lot of different ministries. They go. Now we got the prison ministry. You have to join. You have to join ministries to go. Christ didn't say, stick around, man. Let's go have another party. No, he said, it's time to go. You know? And, and he sent them. Then he strictly warned them and commanded them to tell. This is, no, this is 21. And he strictly warned them and commanded them to tell this to no one. The son of man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders. And the chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised on the third day. You know, Christ was talking about his resurrection, right? But he died that we can all live a resurrected life. Uh, you know, the greatest thing we need at God's warehouse is testimonies. We need people to get up there and get these people hope that I once was a crystal meth freak, that I was once a heroin addict, but now I'm serving the Lord and he delivered me. We've had a few get up there in the last three days and the people are really into it. Another thing, too, is worship. There is nothing that keeps the demons down like worship. When we don't have worship, we're in trouble down there. 
because uh, they're rising and they're acting up. But when there's worship, worshiping the Lord, that's why the music in the cars and the music and wherever you're at on your, on your heads and that, when there's worship, it'll keep your mind at peace, the peace and the understanding. Amen? You know, the apostles were, they were on a big run right now. Big run. Because you know what? He sent them out. They started healing people. They started, you know, everything was going great. And they got to their heads, right? Let's go to 37. Now it happened the next day when they had come down from the mountain. A great multitude met him. Suddenly a man from the multitude cried, Teacher, I implore you to look on my son, for he is my only child. And behold, a spirit seizes him, and he suddenly cries out in convulsion. Him so that he foams in the mouth and departs with great and, and departs from him with great difficulty, bruising him. So I implored your disciples to cast it out. Then Jesus said, Oh, faithless and, and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you and bear with you? Bring, bring out your hearts. You know, unless you fight a war like homelessness or whatever else, addiction. You don't know what it is. You know what I mean? A lot of people, it's called the on-the-job training, right? And, and the great thing about it, we have the leadership of the Holy Ghost to lead us in the war. So you got the greatest teacher of all. He says he will show us things to come. He will, he will, he will give us the wisdom, the understanding of all the word, what to speak. But the reality is if we're not reading the word, we're wasting time. Because without the word, you'll never change. You'll never grow. I'll never grow. I take, uh, I, I, I take it not granted that I read the word every morning when I wake up. And I need it, you know. I'm going 33 years reading the word. And you know what? It's been the greatest time of my life. When I can spend time with my God and reading his word and feeling his love in me. Amen. And if you're not doing it, try it. You'll like it. Try it, you'll like it. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not a believer on only King James and that. I mean, whatever you can read, read it. It'll bring you knowledge and understanding and peace and no understanding. Amen? And then a dispute. Let's go to 46. Then a dispute among them as to which of them would be greatest arose between them. That's the first time they did that, right? Next time was at the supper, the last supper. They were all arguing, who's the best? They didn't even know that Judas was going to betray him. You know, we can't get haughty heads. We have to be humble. That's why God put me in that kind of place because it's a humbling place. Because it changes every day. It's not, it's not a, a routine every day. It's a changed situation every day. We had a young girl come in. Two days, three days ago, the prettiest eyes, blue eyes, short. She had her pants. She had one pair of pants up and one pair on the ground, you know. And I mean, she was flying. And you know what? We got her clothes. We fed her. I told her, hi. She goes, hi. You know, uh, it's kind of like these people, uh, they, they bow down to, to the power of God. Amen. And not that I have the power of God, but they know I have the love of God. Amen? And, and that's one thing that we have to understand. It's different giving somebody a dollar at the corner than hugging them. And they all need prayer, man. They all need prayer. We all need prayer. Amen? Prayer, prayer is the power to our God to do what he has to do. The Bible says we have not because we ask not. Amen? I, I love it where he says that. If, if we, any of us lack wisdom, which I believe is Christ, to ask, and he will give it to us without no fault. In other words, he won't make fun. There's nothing that you can't ask God for, and he will not criticize you for doing that. Amen? And, and asking, and you shall receive if you ask in the name of Jesus. Amen? So praise God on that. Now, like, well, look at this. And Jesus, going to 47, and Jesus, perceiving the thought of their hearts, took a little child and set him by him and said to them, 
whoever receives this little child in my name receives me, and whoever receives me receives him who sent me. For he who is the least among you will be the great. Amen? You know, we, we've all had children, most of us. And one thing we learn about the children, that they're in great need. We have to provide everything they need. Amen? Uh, we rescue dogs. I mean, Rhonda rescues dogs. I, how many dogs do we have now? We got six dogs now. And we just brought in a puppy, a half German Shepherd, half Mutt. And her name is Sheba. And she destroys everything, okay? So when I get up in the morning, my, my, uh, my shoes are out there destroyed. My, our, today, yesterday, she destroyed the, the, the TV remote, amen? So I told Ron, we need to get rid of that mutt, man. He's only a puppy. And you know what? He comes running to me and starts licking me, and I have to forgive him, amen? Because he's only a puppy. And that's what we got to understand, too. Uh, everybody's faith is different. Don't judge somebody because they don't know all the scripture like you do. Teach them. Pray with them. A lot of us get in this, this, this mode that you don't know the word. You know what? Teach them the word. Don't challenge somebody unless you have the answer. Amen? Don't, don't challenge them. And that's one thing at God's warehouse. We're, we're reading the word at all times to them. Amen? And then we're doing the worship. And that's an important thing because the word infiltrates them and it changes them. And we see a lot of them crying. And now with the counselors, praise God, we take them into the office and are able to one-on-one -on -one bring them to Christ. Amen. We had five people saved last night. Amen. Praise God. Now it came to, let's go to 51. No, let's go to 49. Now John answered and said, Master, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we forbade him because he does not follow you. But Jesus said to him, do not forbid him, for he is not against us. He is on our side. Amen? Uh, you know, we can't criticize other ministries. We can't criticize other churches. We need to just pray that we thank God that they're there serving the Lord. Amen? When I was locked up, we used to have a lot of conflict with uh some people that didn't believe in the movement of the Holy Ghost, and, and some believed it, and, you know, tongues and all that. And then a pastor came in, 78 years old. He ran around the chapel, and he said, there's different pastors because there's different kinds of sheep. And you know what? Every sheep has a different calling to a different pastor. And that's important to understand, not to get furious because somebody has moved on and found a comfortable place. But this church is, is a very, very... Uh, very, very beautiful church. Because I have never seen Pastor Richard ask anybody, you got to leave. you got to get out of church. You're not following anything. And that's a beautiful thing. Because you know what? The Bible says that anyone that comes into the church shall be received. Amen? And we have to receive everybody. Even at God's warehouse. I mean, there's some come in there, you know, they're hard to receive. But we deal with them. We deal with them with the love of Christ. Amen? you got to remember the word says, how can you love God who you do not see and not love your neighbor who you see every day? Amen? And, you know, that's where it goes back to. Why are we carrying a cross daily? What freaked me out about Christ, and we'll get into that, is that he hadn't even gone to the cross yet. But he was always already telling people that, hey, there's going to be trouble on the way. Uh, Paul, Peter, and Paul, and they all talk about it. That anyone that's in Christ will suffer persecution. I mean, like yesterday waking up the way I woke up and I had three meetings today and, and I had to come and preach and I got two meetings on Friday. But you know what? I knew that I had to come because Christ asked me to come. Amen? To Pastor Richard. And, you know, you have to do what you got to do. And thank God for my little COVID test that we have at God's Warehouse. I did do my COVID test and I was negative. Amen? You know, through the whole COVID crisis, we never stopped feeding. We fed through the whole two years of crisis at God's warehouse. Uh, I mean, that, that was a battle. But you know what's beautiful about the homeless? They never fought us. We explained to them that, hey, it's, you're not monsters. We're, we're a part of this group, too. And they got their masks, and they got their sanitary, and they ate. And I was so proud of all the staff that stuck with us. 
because, you know, you know, we didn't know where this thing was going. But we stuck with it, and we lost two pastors. You know, it's sad, but in every battle, there's casualties. And we will lose people. A lot of people have lost a lot of people in here. But the greatest thing about it is that we never lost them. They just got their ticket a little earlier than us. Amen. Amen. Give God honor and praise, man. We're all going to heaven. We're all going to heaven. There ain't going to be none of us that don't go to heaven. And the only way to get to heaven, you must be born again. Amen. If you're not born again, don't play with God. Because you know what? You need that ticket. Now it came to pass, 51. Now it came to pass when the time had come for him to be received up, that he steadily set his face to go to Jerusalem and sent messengers before his face, and they went and entered the village of Samaritan to prepare for him. But they did not receive him because his face was set for the journey to Jerusalem. And when the disciples, 50, 54, and when the disciples and John saw this, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them just as Elijah? But he turned and rebuked them. He said, you do not know the manner of your spirit you are. How many of us have so much anger that we wish they died? You know, I don't care if you die. You ain't nothing but a, but a ripoff. You ain't nothing but a junkie. You ain't nothing but a tweaker. You're nothing but smoking in blue demons. I hope you die. You know what? Let's not, let's not speak the curse. The tongue can either give curses or blessings. We pray for them, amen? Pray for them. I mean, I'm not saying that you have to deal, you have to deal with them face to face. If somebody physically touches you, you push them off, you know? That's reality. But the reality is we have to pray. And every family in New Mexico, I believe probably 80% is suffering with somebody in the home with some kind of addiction, Amen? Uh, it's not only drugs and alcohol, it's pornography, food, gambling, anger, overworking. You know, I used to teach Bible study at the halfway house. And one of the things I hated the most is when a guy got a job. Because I knew when they went to work, they were going to work them to death. Because they weren't getting high, they were going to be there on time, they were hard workers. And, and the devil uses things like that too. To, to keep you away from ministry. You know what? If you're called to ministry, you better put your time in. Because God's called you in the ministry. What good is it to gain the whole world and lose your soul? Amen? And all our works will be burned in fire. Amen? So remember that. Today, yesterday, we had the head of uh, Homies for Christ. From way back, he was in there. And uh, homeless, he sat on the table with me. I've been praying for him a long time. I see him on the street selling water. And we prayed for him. He said he wanted prayer. And he started pouring out, man, crying and crying because he knew. He knew that he left his first love. But our God is a God of second chances, amen? He's a God of the prodigal son. You can always come back. You know, it's real important to understand that, guys, is that if you sin, you confess your sin and he'll forgive you. Don't hold that hidden sin because he knows already, amen? And it'll come out. Anything done in darkness comes to the light. You know, that's one thing about being on the streets, man. You have to be living a life of integrity. Because if you're not living a life of integrity, the demons will jump on you and rat you off right away. And, you know, that's been a big challenge to me. Because I have to, I, I tell everybody when I sit down there, it's okay to be sober, it's okay to be straight. And then I thank them that I'm straight, sober, and not in prison because of them. Because I tell them, you know, it's okay. And I said, how would you guys feel if you went down to the Circle K and you see the pastor come out with a 30-pack? Or you went to the Coke house and you see me in a white bag? You would just say another fat, hypocrite pastor, huh? But you know what? I take it very, very serious to be an example to the men and women that I minister to. Amen. And you have to be. You have to be. Because you know what? They know. The demons know too. Revelations talks about that uh, he, was, he was thrown down from heaven and that he is the accuser day and night of the brethren. But it also says that 
He was defeated by the cross and by the testimony of our lives. Amen. We had uh, one of our young sisters testify for the first time last night. And you know what? It was a great testimony. Because she talked about where she came from. But where she at now. Amen. And you know what's important to know this? Is that God, none of us in here are a mistake. Every one of us has a calling in our life. Every one of us has a gift in our life. You just have to pray to God to show the gift. Amen. Because you know what? It's like me. I'm not a mechanic. I'm not a, I'm not a roofer. You know, I'm not good at construction, but I'm a good talker. <laughs> That's my gift. So I use my gift to bring glory to God. Amen. And uh, I thank God that I haven't cursed or cussed for 20 minutes. No, <laughs> for a lot of years, you know what I mean? And man, it is terrible to hear a Christian curse. Because you know what? The Bible says we should not be cursing with the same tongue that we bless God. Amen? You know what? Teach yourself. Everything takes knowledge and understanding. Just like we had to learn how to drive a car, we have to learn how to walk with the mind of Christ. Amen? You, and, and you know how you do it? Hang around people like us. People that are living that lifestyle. People in the homes. People that are living the lifestyle of Christ. Amen? You have to join with them that are truly walking in the spirit. Amen? Fifty-six. For the Son of Man did not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And they went to another village. Amen? Christ, Christ rebuked them. Who are you? Somebody saved you. Who am I? Somebody saved me. So, I mean, you know, it's tough. Because when you get burned so many times, you get sick of them, man. And that's reality. It doesn't mean you open the door and let the thief in the house all the time. But what it means is you give them a sandwich at the door. Amen? I mean, we have times that we have people that are so obnoxious at God's warehouse. We walk them out the gate and say, let us feed you out here and come back when you feel better. Because it's called safe haven. And anybody that walks in there, a lot of weapons come once in a while. Once in a while, a weapon will come in. They give us their weapons, and we put them in the closet and give it back when they leave. They have never, ever destroyed our bathrooms. They have never, ever destroyed God's warehouse. They have never, ever graffitied the building. But I'll tell you what. They bug for food all day long. <laughs> no matter if we're open or closed, you'd be surprised how many people jump that fence hungry. There's hundreds and hundreds of people that were hungry in Albuquerque. I was looking at the camera the day we had a, a Zoom meeting with you and them. And there was this guy came in, and we had a trash can out there at, in the patio. And he dug his hands in there to get something. Amen. He taught me something that, hey, he was hungry. But the same thing needs to be the hunger for the spirit man. We need to have hunger for the word. Because if we don't have the power of the word, we can't, find the demon. we can't fight the demons. And that's why it's real important that Christ said, pick up your cross and follow me. Amen. Fifty-seven. Then it happened as a journey on the road that someone said to him, Lord, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Then he said to another, follow me. But he said, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. You know, we have to get our priorities right, amen? You know what I've learned about serving God? We didn't have a home. We didn't, you know. And, and you know, just by continually serving God, all of a sudden somebody gave us a home to, to buy. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, so we don't have to worry of our needs. Amen? Because God will provide them. He knows what you need. The Bible says that them that are, that are in the Lord will never beg for bread. He will provide all your needs. From the roof over your head to the clothes in your body. Amen? So don't worry about what's going to happen tomorrow. But only deal with the evil of today. Amen? Because you know what? Every day is a challenge. We have three crosses at the God's warehouse. And I always look at those crosses, you know. And I see a big cross. Then I see a medium cross and I see a small cross. And let me read you what Christ said. And another also said, Lord, I will follow you. 
But first, let me go and bid farewell to my house. But Jesus said to him, no one having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. Huh? No one. Then I want to go to the last scripture. Amen. 23. Then he said to them all, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. And whoever desires, desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what profit, this is 25, for what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and, and is himself destroyed or lost? And then the 26, which I brought up. For whoever is ashamed of me and my words of him, the Son of Man will be ashamed when he comes to his own glory and his Father's. And of the holy angels. Amen. You know what, people? We need to pick up our cross and follow Jesus. Amen. Uh, you know, there's a lot of places to do that. Start off in your home. Explain to people what the cross is, man. How many people, you know, I was a Catholic growing up. And I freaked out the first time I went into a Protestant church and I didn't see nobody on the cross. I said, oh, this church is poor. Because I, I looked at the cross and what's going on? They got no money. Where's Jesus? Where's Mary? Where's Peter? You know, I didn't understand the truth until somebody taught me the truth. Amen? And that's what's important. How can they learn if no one teaches them? You know? And you better learn because this generation is being lost. Oh, they know where all the dispensaries are at now. They're, the other day, I was a priest. There's four dispensaries in Edgewood. Come on. Edgewood's only 800 people, man. 1,000 people, four dispensaries. I went to my Chinese food, and there was a dispensary right next to me. And you know what? I looked at it, and I said, maybe I'll get a little cookie. Boy, I, ju I jumped in that car, and I knew my wife would slap me when I get home if I brought a cookie home. And uh, so I said no, amen? And everybody has to say no. You have to say no to your temptation. You don't have time. You're carrying the cross. But one thing good about the cross is that when Jesus fell the third time, Simeon, the Cyrene, they got him to help him with the cross, right? He didn't say, oh, no, I don't need it right now. I'm okay, I'm okay. He looked at him and said, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, Father. Thank you for sending Simeon. And you know what? That's the same thing we have to get. Don't get, it. Don't get hurt because somebody says, can I pray for you? Don't get hurt because someone says you're walking the wrong way. Thank them because they have your your salvation in their arms, amen? They want to pray with you. So right now, I just speak one thing to you. Are you picking up your cross and following him daily? Are you lifting your cross up and following Jesus daily? You know what? Remember, the cross was a victory. It's not defeat, it was victory. So I really urge you, pick up your cross and follow Jesus Christ, amen? Father, I just thank you, Lord, for people picking up the cross. If there's anyone in here right now, that has not known Jesus Christ as his Savior, please raise your hand that we're able to pray for you. We also, if anybody needs prayer, please raise your hand. Amen. Also, I'm going to have the prayer team here. If anybody needs prayer, what's going on in your life? Everybody has a, something in the closet. If you need us to pray, if you need people to pray, come, to the, come right now to the altar. Amen. Right now, in the name of Jesus, come to the altar and get prayer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, Bernie. You guys come and pray. Prayer team. Amen. Hallelujah. I need prayer team up here. Come on. Praise God. Come pray. Amen. Right here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You know, the cross is heavy at times, but the cross is victory. Don't ever forget that. That just because it's heavy, tomorrow it will be lighter. And I want you to know that Jesus is Lord and that he loves you. And I love you. We all love you. And we need to love each other. Amen? In the mighty name of Jesus, I close this sermon. Father, I just thank you, Lord, for your word, Lord. Teach us how to pick up our cross and follow you, Lord. Teach us, Lord, to not be, to be, pride, not be prideful, but be humble and realize our calling in life 
And I pray for every man, woman, and child in the name of Jesus. Amen. You know, we're going to be having that table. God's warehouse, we're going to be doing our, uh, we have a lot of stuff out there, but we're going to be doing our show August 20th. We already got flyers, and uh, you can sign up to help. And, and there's also uh, schedules there. Anybody want to come down? Amen. God bless you. I love you.